Wake up, wake up, wake up, it's the first of the month. And the year. I can't believe we made it. Isn't that wild? Isn't it absolutely wild that we made it to the start of uh, 2022? And I don't know about you, but I am not feeling 2022. I'm feeling old as shit. And I'm, I know that I'm not. And I know that all of my friends who are older than me are just going to sit there like, mm, okay, I'm like, I feel so old, blah, blah, blah. I'm still in my 20s. And like, that's fair enough. Like, I totally get it. I am. I am a dickhead. Let's just deal with it. But no, it is. It's the first of the month. Let me get my notes up here. What was I going to talk about today? It's a solo show, which I'm, which I like. I uh, am surrounded by the animals here. If you're watching the video on the Patreon, um, maybe I'll show you guys some animals in a bit. Um, it's not going to be a long one today because I got to be on Newsmax in an hour. And I'm sort of like that hungry where you know, when you're like really hungry, but you just like, don't want to eat, like nothing seems appetizing. Um, which is basically like sort of how I feel about politics. Um, but yeah, I don't want to waste too much of, uh, your time and certainly not too much of my energy because my plan for today, I'm going to start the year off on a high note. I am going to do this podcast, obviously, and then I'm going to do Newsmax unless they bump me. Then I am going to clean my apartment. I'm working on a few articles uh, or writing, I should say, for uh, the National Pulse. I'll probably start writing out some scripts for new videos for the Daily Caller. Um, But my plan today is to clean. And I think that's sort of the theme of 2022. I've been thinking about this a lot this morning. I was up at six um, just because there's something wrong with me. And I really do feel like this is the year of the like uh, sort of just clean, not necessarily a clean slate, but certainly cleaning up maybe some messes that we've made over the past few years. So I mean, the obvious thing I think for most people is the fact that this year is a midterm year. So we've got a lot of opportunity. I'm actually going to get uh, some information up on the midterms here because that would probably be helpful, wouldn't it? If I'm going to talk to you about the midterms, I might as well like let you guys know what's going on with them. Um, I honestly think we should have been talking about the midterms like a year ago uh, just because here's the big difference, right? I think everyone has this like focus on federal governance and everyone's just like oh my god like it's so important you know everyone just needs to look at like this giant powerhouse that takes over the whole country and you know coming from a country where we have very distinct sort of cultures distinct areas as the united states does um maybe not outside of cities so much but sort of like every state in america has its own unique sort of um culture then i guess everyone everyone who lives in sort of like rural parts of the united states knows this you guys have your own food you even have your own music you know th- there's a very distinctive difference between each state and i say that having traveled to a lot of the states um we have a similar thing in the uk where you know obviously wales is very different to england scotland's very different to england northern ireland is very different to england and england is mostly terrible because i'm from wales um I I feel like this sort of focus that we've had on federal governance would sort of be like, you know, almost like all Welsh people can or Scottish people or Northern Irish people considering themselves English, which we don't like we just fundamentally don't. And I feel like there needs to be this massive refocus 
on sort of local governance. I've been talking about this for a while, but I really do feel like it is the theme of this year. We should be looking at the primaries because the primaries actually impact you and what goes on on your doorstep. I feel like, you know, the Republican Party is probably in a pretty good position to kind of sweep through the midterms. I think they're going to have a huge amount of success just because of what's actually happened with the federal government over the last year. I think that, you know, the sort of failures in Afghanistan, inflation, um, Biden now making COVID a state's issue, which I mean, it should have been all, everything should be a state's issue, in my opinion, um, other than sort of like international trade and things like that, and sort of like macro domestic safety. I really do feel like pretty much everything that's been dictated to us by the sort of like progressive, the sort of like far left movement that's going on inside the Democratic Party. I feel like a lot of that stuff, if we had just sort of, you know, let them, you know, sort of like, you know, like sometimes you just have to let a toddler have a tantrum just to get it out of their system. And then you tell them how ridiculous they've been. Um, that's sort of what I wish that we had done this year. Instead, we just sort of all sat around and like bitched about it. Um, or if you're on, you know, the left side, you sort of celebrated it, even though it, it really didn't impact you in the way that you live day to day, other than the fact that things are now more expensive, other than the fact that we left a shed load of Americans in the Middle East. Um, without anything. And we've basically destroyed safety for women out there. But that's a whole other tangent that I don't want to get on today. My purpose for today is to kind of do a little bit of chit chat about the midterms. I want to talk about why they're going to be important for this kind of theme of a fresh start in terms of like cleaning out the house, cleaning out, you know, Congress, I guess, in general. So I'm actually going to look up on Google right now. I'm just going to like straight up Wikipedia or something, um, some information on the midterms, because I don't want to like read into other people's articles on it. I work in news media. News media is very biased. There's very few sources of information that you can find that are completely unbiased. But just looking at the sort of 2020 United States elections for the midterms, um, because obviously there's not a presidential election this year. When we look at the map of the United States, we look at the whole of the United States, there's sort of this huge swath down the middle that sort of filters off to the south. You know, it sort of starts in like, we've got Idaho, we've got Montana, we've got Wyoming, we've got Utah. Then we go all the way down here. We've got the D Dakotas. We've got, um, what state is that? I can't even like, I don't know the map that well. I'm pretty useless when it comes to geography. I've only got a degree in it. Um, but, you know, when we look at sort of like Texas and other parts of uh, sort of the South, you know, including like Florida, where I live here in um, North Carolina, you know, there's other than really, I think, what's that? Is that Georgia? Yeah, that's Georgia. Um, there's very few parts of the middle of America all the way up to really, I guess, actually uh, Ohio and um, Indiana and well, Alaska, obviously. Um, there's really just sort of like these coastal states other than Colorado um, that are really sort of polling for Biden. And I, I really do feel like, you know, when you look at the sort of House elections, I, I think that a lot of these states, not California, because California, I don't think is ever going to go fully red. I do think it could go independent. And obviously, we're going to be talking a lot about California this year, um, particularly Los Angeles, because there is a, a mayoral race 
you guys probably heard my podcast with Craig Grivey. He's running for mayor of Los Angeles. Brilliant candidate. I think he's going to do very well. Um, we just sort of got to, you know, support him. I think um, if you're living in California, he's one of the very few people who's actually got a plan to curb sort of the macro crises going on in LA County, sort of affordability, crime, uh, things like that. But across the rest of the country, like I think a lot of people will get out and vote just because they're sick of the sort of decline in quality of life. I think a lot of people, you know, spent a lot of time indoors for the last two years. And so when you're indoors, what do you do? You watch TV. What do you watch on TV? A lot of people watch the news. A lot of people will sit on their phones and, you know, sort of scroll through social media. And depending on how you kind of fall on the political spectrum, you know, if at least most of my friends, most of the people that I follow, I think sort of sway like either centrist or right. And I mean, it's really not that difficult to kind of be warped into this mindset against the left just because of basically the data, you know, things are more expensive. I mean, the gas crisis this year, I think is one of the most underreported stories. Um, oh, by the way, on the topic of cleaning, just to kind of, uh, let you guys know that noise in the background is me doing laundry. Um, so like, I really am cleaning today. That is the, <laughs> that is the goal of today and throughout this year is to clean. Um, but I feel like, uh, there's a lot of potential in the midterms because it really covers so many different seats. You know, it covers everything from like, you know, state and local referendums, um, I think there's a like a lot of attorney general elections, attorneys general, yeah, elections. Um, you know, like I said, sort of like legislative elections, uh, gubernatorial, it like house, it special elections, you know, congressional elections. You know, we're pr- potentially going to get a you know a whole new senate. I think um, I'm actually going to see what states are kind of uh, oh god, Chuck Schumer versus Mitch McConnell. Holy shit, that's like picking between shooting yourself in the foot and shooting yourself in the bloody hand in it um but I guess what it doesn't really matter to me what you guys choose to go out and do it matters to you what you go out and do you know I I sort of uh I'm not a huge fan of having people over to my house and bear with me here because this is like sort of an analogy I'm not a huge fan of having people over to my house just because you know, I have a lot of pets. Um, I like to like, this is where I relax. This is sort of like my, you know, quote unquote safe space. If you want to go like super lib with it. Um, this is somewhere that, you know, I really don't want to be judged. And that's like an actual thing with me. Like if you come into my home and you judge my home, you will never come to my home again. Um, I used to think that a clean house was a sign of a wasted life. I will say I keep it very organized here. I'm a very organized person. Um, but, you know, I only clean like maybe once a week. Uh, it's not something that I kind of sweat about too much. I maybe have a little bit of OCD around my sort of sink. I get very OCD about cleaning out my sink just because I think old food is gr- oh. Ugh. You know, like how some people puke when they pull like hair out of the plug. That doesn't really bother me. Like I can do that all day. But old food is so gross. Um, so maybe that's like a little bit of my OCD. And so that's what matters to me. 
And now I obviously can't vote out here. Like my job is to just talk about you guys talk about the topics that I see you sort of uh, asking questions on more than anything. Um, And when it comes to sort of choosing what's right for you and where you live, I think that the midterms really offer an opportunity to shift your focus, like I said, onto what's happening, not just right outside your front door, but also inside of your home. So, you know, when it comes to picking your new local leadership, those are the people who decide pretty much like how often your trash gets picked up. It's the people who decide, you know, uh, all sorts of different local laws and they'll support and push the stuff that matters to them. I know that a lot of states will probably be, um, or those remaining states, I should say, um, are probably going to be thinking about, about things like cannabis reform. I think that, uh, you know, providing more income and more support to law enforcement is going to be a big topic that comes up uh, in this year's midterms. And, you know, one of the issues that we have here across North Carolina, um, which I guess is sort of similar in California. And there's probably a lot of other states where this is an issue too. And if you don't know if this is an issue, you need to go and find out. But it's the wages provided to first responders. Um, and particularly one, one sort of topic, you know, I, I was uh, dating a firefighter last year. Um, really nice guy. Didn't work out, but whatever. Um, but one of the things that I was shocked by was how little local support there really is for firefighters. Now, when I was living in Los Angeles, we had like, you know, 10, 15, 20, 100 fires a day because of the homeless population. It was and still is a huge crisis. You know, if you follow people like gutter people of Los Angeles, street people of Los Angeles, all these different social media accounts, you'll be able to see it's just fires all the time. It's fires and people with severe mental illness and drug addiction just walking through the streets um, with no support because, you know, for some reason, the woke massive think that these people need housing instead of help. Um, And, you know, here in North Carolina, okay, maybe we don't have the same kind of crisis, but there are still a huge number of first responders who get massively underpaid for the work that they do. There was one chap, I can't remember what jurisdiction he works in. I think it was, um, oh no, the names escaped me, but it was sort of uh, further west of uh, where I live um, up towards the mountains. He actually went on record saying, like firefighters aren't important, you know, like garbage men are important. I don't think you can, you know, I think they both do completely different jobs. I don't think you can compare the two. Um, you know, like people are going to notice when their trash doesn't get picked up. And I was just like, like any logical person, I was just sat there like, I think people are going to notice when their fucking house burns down and no one shows up. And the other thing for my British listeners that they may not know um, is your firefighters out here in the United States, they're actually like very highly trained paramedics. Um, I watch a lot of trash TV as uh, loyal listeners would know. I love that show 911, 911 Lone Star. Um, they're two of my favorites. Like I, I have no shame. Like I think they're just such great escapism. Um, but in, and those shows kind of, sh- you know, maybe it's not the most accurate representation or portrayal of uh, the profession, but firefighters are medically trained they show up to more medical calls than they do for fires in many jurisdictions 
And so, you know, when you're sitting at your kitchen table and, you know, someone's having a heart attack, firefighters are going to show up. Firefighters and paramedics pretty much work in unison. And so we've got this like local dickhead up here in North Carolina who's just like, oh, no, I'm not going to give any of our local firefighters more than, you know, $38,000 a year. And I was like, well, you can't like raise a family on that little money. And these people are saving families. So, you know, I just think that uh, that's a topic that at least here in North Carolina, um, I know a little bit about. And I think it's something that uh, a lot of local listeners should really pay attention to. And when it comes to this year's midterms, um, I should actually look up what the deal is here. And actually, no, you know, I got like a lot of national listeners. So we'll, we'll move away from North Carolina. But I just implore all of you, like, please go and find out what local representatives of yours who are up for election this year, find out how they feel and what their sort of policies are when it comes to any type of first responder, any type of law enforcement. You know, after living in L.A. through 2020 in the riots, you know, I left there earlier this year because the crime was just out of control. You know, on my last morning um, in, in L.A. alone before Jeremiah of all party movement, you can see on my T-shirt before Jeremiah came to pick me up the day before I was out walking Stan and I crossed uh, Santa Monica Boulevard, which, uh, for those of you who don't know, is the actually the end of Route 66. Um, so very iconic street, um, sort of runs the length and um, the length of L.A. County, I think. Um, hu- huge, huge, huge intersection. Uh, I was about two miles away from the beach, so I'm crossing and I do my regular walk up around, you know, the streets there. And on my way back, <laughs> there's this one homeless guy. He used to walk from the VA hospital, which is about another mile and a half up the road, he used to walk from the VA hospital down to the beach, buy his drugs, and then walk back up. That was his pilgrimage every morning. Um, some mornings he would be walking around, he'd have a giant stick, maybe doing, you know, sort of twisting the stick in the air, stick everywhere. Um, I've seen him with a machete. Um, I'm saying I'm a lot because I'm tired already. I, sh- I knew I shouldn't. I should have waited until after Newsmax to record this. I'm going to be knackered on Newsmax. Oh, well, maybe they'll bump me. But um, this guy, he was like pretty scary, pretty smelly, smelling from like a block away, really needed a lot of mental health help, definitely needed, um, you know, a lot of care. Uh, but my last morning, um, I'm walking back to my place and I see this guy and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, you know, I'm not crossing the street and going anywhere near him because just not going to put myself in that kind of danger. Like this is like the machete dude, the stick dude. So no machete that morning. I can't remember whether or not he actually had a stick or anything like that, but what he did do. um, And for those of you who maybe have spent some time on the West side of LA, you'll know K bar um, Kim, Kim I think it is a great little restaurant. Um, So, you know, sort of seven 30 in the morning, this guy spots me across the road, sees me sort of like walking Stan and um, turns around, looks in the window at K-Bar, pulls down his trousers and starts having a wank. And I was like, wow, this is L.A. This is this is what we have to deal with in this city. Thank God I am leaving tomorrow. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I just took Stan and kept walking and, um, you know, waited until 
basically it was safe for me to go I can't I, I don't think it took him that long to like finish and leave I didn't stay and watch obviously because um I was scarred enough from that city I don't need that visual you guys now have that visual <laughs> um but yeah it, it was you know I can't even remember where I was going with this tangent because I'd actually somehow managed to forget that memory um over the last sort of six seven months or however long it's been um but now here we are I am remembering it that's why I left LA everyone uh but when you look at sort of like local issues I guess like one piece of context I can kind of draw from this is look at what happens outside your front door like that's what the midterms decide for you so don't look at it as sort of like oh it's just another political thing I'm just like 2022 is going to be my year of getting away from politics like no 2022 should be the year that you actually fully engage in politics you can take 2023 off unfortunately I don't think you've got an option in 2024 I think you're going to have to listen to it a lot um because you know I don't want people living in cities across the country even in red states having to wake up and deal with that like I was a 27 year old woman when that happened to me but there's plenty of kids that lived in my neighborhood um and it could quite easily have been any of them like that is not normal like that is not something that should be considered normal um and it doesn't have to be it really doesn't have to be now in that circumstance like obviously that man has um some kind of mental illness um whether that's, you know, it's like a chicken in the egg, right? Like, does the mental illness come from the drugs? Do the drugs come from the mental illness and the trauma? Who knows? But he committed a crime. That's what it comes down to. He committed a crime in that moment. And I didn't even bother. I think, like, I called the police, but, like, they didn't show up, as far as I recall. Um, I certainly didn't, like, speak to anyone at that moment. Like, you know, I've dealt with LAPD a few times, and they were always fantastic but it it sort of like shocked me when all these sort of blue leaders were like oh yes we're going to defund the police and I was like that's absolutely not what we should be doing we should be giving them more money and giving them more training dumbass so again I'm probably preaching to the choir at this point definitely gone off on a bit of a rant completely didn't even look at my notes for what I was gonna talk about today um but let's just like let's just start cleaning up I think that's like, I think that's the big thing for this year is, uh, is really starting to clean up all of these crises that have been allowed to perpetuate in the wake of the pandemic, in the wake of the riots. We don't have to carry on like this. You, like, we really, really don't. You know, we can get people like, you know, my local homeless wanker um my my local homeless Jeffrey Duman um we can get people like that the help that they need and you know if they don't want that help like I'm sorry but I do think that you know I think that law enforcement is important at that moment um so yeah I guess uh I guess that's sort of like what I what I really want to like focus on this year is how can you clean up your local area how can you ensure that your vote this year in the midterm elections does the best thing for you. So in California, I think that's looking at homelessness, affordability. I think in North Carolina, it's in getting our first responders paid what they should be being paid. 
Um, and I don't really know a whole lot about any other states. So maybe you guys can let me know and maybe I can have some bigger conversations. Um, I know I've got a handful uh, booked in already for this year. We're going to have some really interesting guests some really fun guests. Um, and yeah, I guess we'll kind of go from that. Just seeing, oh God, as soon as I click on like Google to look up the midterms, the first thing that comes up is fucking CNN, the... I'm going to have to come up with a new, a new, is it acronym? Like CNN, what's it stand for? Child Neglect Network? No, I think what they do is far worse than child neglect. Anyway, tune into Newsmax to hear me talk about that today. Or you can go back and watch my interview from the other night on there. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, happy new year, everyone. Get cleaning, get happy, spend some time with your family. I'm going to go spend some time with the animals now. i got about 40 minutes before I have to be on um, already. So I'm going to go do that. But thanks for tuning in to this first episode. Uh, future ones will probably be slightly better scripted um, or not, because I don't really care. Um, this is something that I do for fun. Certainly don't really get paid for it. Although thank you to all of my Patreon subscribers. You guys kept me fed in 2021. Um, super appreciate it. Never going to be able to say I love you enough. I, uh, yeah, that's a good one. So get in touch, subscribe, follow me places and uh, not in real life, not in real life on social media. Follow me on social media. Do not follow me in real life. That's fucking weird if you follow me in real life. Um, Yeah, and I guess we'll go from there. Love you. Bye.